Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. Today we are looking at the concluding part of our study on prayer from the Lord's Prayer from Matthew chapter 6 verse 9 to 13, and Luke chapter 11. There are 10 components that I have drawn out of that pattern Jesus taught us to follow in our prayer life. I would like to go back and do a review, as I've always done during this series. The first thing we looked at is that prayer must be sweet, and said that is the worship component of prayer. Two, we said prayer must be sound, That is, it must be word-based. We must approach God talking to him in a language he understands. That is, the word of God from our hearts through our mouths must be spoken back to God at prayer. Three, we said prayer must be simple. Even a child should be able to pray to God when they hear us praying. Four, prayer must be specific. Five, we said prayer must be sincere. God is not interested in how eloquent we are, but he wants to hear the honesty of our hearts. Six, we said we must be steadfast in our prayer. Unmovable, unshakable, firm. Nothing changes us. If for 100 years we think we are not getting answers, we must keep being there. There is a place of persistence in prayer. Seven, we say prayer must be serious. We don't treat prayer lightly. We don't treat God who we are talking to lightly. And then eight, we said prayer is a struggle. There is a struggle component of prayer. For Jesus said, deliver us from the evil one. There is only one enemy we have, we said, who is Satan. The battle is not natural, it is spiritual, and we have divine spiritual weapons to overcome the enemy. We are the victors in the battle, but we must engage in the battle to take that victory which is already ours. Today, we will look at the final two things. Number nine, prayer ought to be sacred. It's not the object prayer but the object of the prayer, that is the person at prayer must be sacred. Must be sacred means that person must be devoted unto God. That person must be consecrated. You and I, when we approach God, we must be pure. We must be holy. Mm. You say, what do you mean by that? When you keep telling us that God says sinners are welcome, yes, Sinners are welcome. God wants you to enter in and pray. The first prayer you pray is to ask God, forgive me my sin. But God does not expect us to continue to be sinning against him. Look at what Jesus taught. He said, when you pray, say our father in heaven. Then he describes what our father is like. Hallowed be thy name. Our father is a holy God. And nothing impure can stand and live in his presence. David said, if I 
harbor sin in my heart, God will not hear me. God does not hear the sinner who persists in sin. But God hears the sinner who cries to be changed. On the cross, there were two sinners. God was waiting to hear their cry of repentance. The prayer of repentance from the sinner, God will hear. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 3, the people had a question for God. They said, why have we fasted and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed it? And this is God's answer to them. Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fastings end in quarrels. And on and on the Bible went. The people were complaining. Why do we fast and pray and you do not hear us? God said, whilst you are fasting, you keep on in sin. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 and 2, Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short, nor his ear too dull to hear. Look at what he says in verse 2. He says, but your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. My friend, this is what I'm talking about. God in this passage is talking to people supposed to be his children. The people of Israel. God said, it's not that I cannot reach out to you. It's not that my arms are too short and my ear too dull. But it is sin which has separated you and I. Sin has become a wedge between us. And I cannot reach out to you. That is why it is important that when we pray, we must do it from a sanctified heart. From a pure heart. From a heart of holiness. For God says, be holy for I am holy. He said, who can be holy? In fact, Anytime we find ourselves in sin, God has an antidote to that sin. He says, if anyone says he has not sinned, he's a liar and the truth is not in him. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. God forgives us when we come to him in prayer. But God expects us to live a life of holiness. Be ye holy. I am holy. The Bible says in Psalm 24 and verse 3, Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Verse 4 says, The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by false gods. Who can approach God? God wants us to approach him. Many of us call ourselves Christians. It doesn't matter to us to sin. And yet we attend all the prayer meetings. And yet we tell God like the Israelites in Isaiah chapter 58. Why don't you hear us when we call on you? And anytime we are calling on God and there seems not to be an answer. I'm not saying that is always the case. But many a times it's important. God wants us to check ourselves out. If it is a sin reason, he wants to deal with it when we ask him, he wants to forgive our rebellion. He wants to change us from our weaknesses and give us strength. But we need to approach God devoted unto holiness, devoted unto righteousness, devoted unto purity. So that as we lift up our hands, those hands will be holy and our prayers will be accepted. Peter said 
in second peter chapter 1 and verse 18 he says we ourselves have heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mount anytime we go to god in prayer his presence is sacred his presence is holy for he is a holy god and we must seek to be holy that is why jesus said say hallowed be your name he's a holy god he yearns for holy children to approach him and wallow in his hallowedness and be accepted our prayers be accepted of him that he will give us the answers we require of him finally my friend prayer must be silent i like the silent part as we looked at the scripture we read the new manuscript where it says for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen beautiful oh prayer must be silent that is where the bible says in revelation john in talking about himself when he described jesus when he stayed in that presence he said when i saw him I fell down as though dead. When we come to the presence of God in prayer and we stay at prayer, what happens is when we see God, we realize we are nothing and we fall in his presence as though dead. We don't want to speak one more word. Prayer is not all about talking and talking and talking. One aspect of talking which is so powerful is when you are saying nothing no more. That is the most powerful aspect of prayer when you know god for who he is when you see a little glimpse of who god is then you should fall in his presence in your heart as though dead this is not a physical falling but this is a place where you carry a heart of brokenness a heart that has met god that has fallen totally in love with god and is melting away and is loving his god and he's loving his father and he's saying to him oh for you also god is a kingdom which kingdom all governments all power belong to the lord when you meet this god you cannot but melt away and be silent in his presence Ezekiel, when he was describing his encounter with the Lord, he also fell before him as though dead. Who can stand in this presence? This awesome presence we call our Father, our God, our King, the God who never leaves us nor forsakes us. David said in Psalm 46 and verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. So in concluding that prayer, Jesus taught us to say the Amen. The amen is a solemn word. The amen is what seals every covenant. The amen is the seal upon the promises of God to us. It is at that place that you are at peace. That indeed, whatever request I have made of my father, he has heard me. And your heart is at rest. Our heart is at rest no other place than in the presence of God. Where we are dead. So that his life will resurrect through us. That is where we keep silent. Let all the world be silent before the Lord. Be still and know that God is God. There is nothing that he cannot do. No matter what you are going through, he has the answer already. There is no surprises for him. He knows you are being chased in your dream. He knows you are fighting warfare. He knows nothing is working for you. But my friend, I came to tell you, if you were to know 
the plans God has for you, your heart will be at rest. You will be still and you will know he's God. You will know, even whilst you were talking, the silence does not come when you say the amen. But throughout our lifetimes, we should be at this place where our hearts are at rest, where we are still. Even if it's turbulent, like Jesus was sleeping in the boat, even in turbulent times, in stormy times, we will face storms in this life, we will go through challenges in this life, we will cry our tears of the night in this life, we will, we will go through rejection in this life, we will be lonely in this life, we will face poverty sometimes, we will face hunger sometimes, my friend. But be still and know that God is God. And as you seek him, those who seek him will find him, my friend. I'm speaking these words to you with conviction as one who has known God who answers. He answers when we call on him. He has answered me severally. It's not only the George Mullers he answers, but if you and I were to keep our diaries, we can also say every day, 24 hours, multiplied by 60 minutes of each hour, multiplied by 60 seconds of each minute, God has answered prayer after prayer. My friend, God wants to answer many of your prayers. Continue to work with him. I'd like to tell you a story in conclusion. Eight sailors went to sea in Hawaii. Very good fishermen, but they faced the storm. Their boat capsized and they were going to die in the middle of whales because they were also carrying fish and the whales were being attracted to the fish. They tried to swim. The boat was destroyed. Everything was against them. Two people out of the eight died in that unfortunate incident. Finally, a man called Tex decided that they had to do something. He shouted to his friends who were all swimming all over the place and said, can we pray? And they said a prayer. The instant they finished praying, they saw what looked like a pole from afar. And they thought maybe somebody else was far away fishing. So Ted shouted to his colleagues and said, I'm seeing this pole. Possibly there's someone from where I see that pole. Could we try? Even though we've been in that water 48 hours and we are dying, could we all try sailing towards this pole that we see? Before they knew what the pole was closer to them. Do you know what that was? An answer to prayer. Suddenly, a submarine sprang to the surface of the water. Submarines are usually underwater. They do not sail on the surface. This is the story. The captain of the submarine, after they were taken in and treated and given their coffees and they drank and were being treated back to health, said, I don't know why I brought my submarine to the surface. But a voice insisted in my heart that I must go out to the surface. And it, it's against Navy rules unless you are at dock before you can bring your submarine to the surface. What happened? The instant the people prayed, God caused the captain of the submarine. He said, some people just called on heaven and they need a vessel. This is your vessel. I will use it. My friend, today God has a vessel prepared for you. I thank you so much for listening to this broadcast. May you receive that vessel God has prepared in answer to your prayer. May you receive that favor God has prepared. May you receive that person that will give you that job. May you receive that open door in answer to your prayer. God bless you for listening to this message. 
make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Oh,